0: Here right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness podcast. Uh,
1: uh. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery. With me this week are my good friends. Mr. Sexy Punta Cana himself, C.K. Joe Rotermil, fresh off of his birthday. Welcome back. You could feel it. I feel it. Just there. (laughs) And Mr. Wednesday Night Live himself. We call him ALO. The ladies call him Balo. ALO Aaron Lloyd. Welcome to the Mat Madness Podcast. Before we get started. I just want to mention, uh, listen to Falls Count Anywhere. Uh, we have to congratulate the host of Falls Count Anywhere, Derek McCauley, getting the call up to Stanford, Connecticut. WWE came calling. How, how, how long have we said that the number one <laughs> fan of the Matt Madness podcast was Brian Gerard James? <laughs> and now he is poaching talent <laughs> for the Matt Madness Network. It didn't take long. It did not take long at all. Because he just met you, what, a month ago? A month ago, and he already stole one of the hosts of one of (laughs) our shows. So, listen to Falls Count Anywhere. We'd like to welcome Matt Urbanski, who is taking Derek McCauley's place with Russ. Uh, Listen to The Perfect Edge with Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. Uh, Five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes. Greatly appreciated Help the show a lot. Alo, would you like to move any merchandise?
0: Yes, if you want to embrace the match, you can do so at watermaneuver.net. And you just missed the Colin Elbow 50% off, almost 60% off with promo code Matt Madness. But if you, never mind that, if you're still tired of the same old and tees, you can head over there to Colin Elbow.com and use promo code MADNESS for 10% off
1: order. The only promo codes in the business that work, as far as we know. Yes. None of the other ones are operational. Yeah,
0: and somebody at Colin Elbow may be getting an application soon.
1: Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hey, do you have it written up yet? It's getting there. It's getting there? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a name written on it yet? Not yet. Or is the name written on it? You're just waiting to fill out the rest? I'm just
0: waiting to fill out it. I'm still res- waiting for a response, but it's getting there.
1: Well, keep us posted on mm-hmm. that. Uh, I will say, before we get into the show, I have had a whirlwind day. I mentioned <laughs> to you guys I had to change offices midday. <laughs> I have not gotten to do any of my show prep the way I normally would, so this yeah, is the... It feels kind of lackluster. Yeah, I'm not going to say the, the, air, the air in here is <laughs> yeah, it's dense. Yeah, this is the most mentally unprepared I've been for a show since we started. But I will, with that said, I will do my best. Uh, so let's just kick it right off with Alpha versus Omega, Chris Jericho going up against Kenny Omega in New Japan um, at Wrestle Kingdom 12. A lot of buzz around this. Uh, it was a huge deal that Jericho went and did this. And I really need to tip my hat to Chris Jericho. He had roughly a 35-minute match with the guy who's, you know, a lot of people think the best worker in the business. Put on what I thought was an exceptional match. Told a great story. Such a different character from the one he portrayed in WWE for the year and a half prior to him
2: exiting. Jericho's a chameleon. I mean, he watch him throughout his career you can portray any character
1: yeah th- and this was like a level of violence that he brought this was like an edge that he brought a level of like anger this was not the silly you just made the list jericho the friends of jericho this was <laughs> nobody found out what it was this was a very different chris jericho and i thought it was incredible a very healed jericho yes alo do you have any thoughts
0: there's not much to say. I'm just gonna reiterate what you always say. Jericho's the goat, <laughs> literally. Um, you could tell that he could not wait to actually get out that PG situation because there was. I didn't see all the press conferences until the video package, and I was like, "Oh I man, this is fantastic! I loved every second of it." And Prep said it won't be a five star classic from in ring perspective. It wasn't Jericho. He 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 did basically his Jericho WWE, WWE stuff, but he changed. But his antics were well, we, what well, were making the match stealing the camera, putting the referee in the walls of Jericho. I thought was hysterical. Mm-hmm. Taking the camera, doing the middle finger in the camera, just basically healing it up on Kenny Omega, but basically things he couldn't do in WWE. And it's been so long since we've actually seen him do these things because he's, has For example, like. His last WWE run, he completely reinvented himself. And we always say that he always reinvented himself throughout his career. But this last, his last run was a complete transformation because he was a more of a comedic character. Mm-hmm. But still, but he was still Chris Jericho, so he still took him, took him a bit seriously. So it was, it was a different aspect to see him in this kind of role because it's been so long since we've, since we've seen it. But after I saw this, I ran out and I bought the shirt. I, I went to three malls to find <laughs> it. I could not find it at Hot Topics. I'm glad I did end up finding it but he is so good and I'm glad this is actually going to continue to be a thing because what Jericho did a few years ago before he came back to WWE full time for a full TV schedule he was working live events and then when he would come back to WWE on a part time basis he would work with the newer guys that you will kind of want to see him wrestle like Nobody want to see him wrestle Bray Wyatt, but he wrestled Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he wrestled Dolph Ziggler, and um, he he he, he wrestled some other some up and coming guys. Actually, put them over matches you will want to see. And with the with the whole group, with the whole um aspect of wrestling as a whole growing, not just in WWE, but Ring of Honor, New Japan. He has the whole cruise thing coming up. Him going to New Japan and wrestling these other talents that are have become household names now is actually a good thing for wrestling. So Jericho's helping has helped out WWE, and now he's. Helping New Japan, and he's actually getting more eyes on the product. Like I've seen, way more people watch New Japan talk about this than I ever heard them talk about New Japan before. Because most, like, I'm not a New Japan guy. Not saying I don't like it. I just can't catch it, and I'm. Right, and I have a lot to keep up with. I have yeah. my normal life, and then this. <laughs> so I can't, I can't keep up. But if you tell me something to watch, I'll watch it. You're a busy man.
1: Yeah, yeah. Pesky life, getting <laughs> yeah, life yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn life.
1: Doesn't it always? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> What, what, what I'm also just sit and watching wrestling my whole life, <laughs> but um yeah, like if you tell me something, something to watch, I'll watch it. You know that I'm not gonna knock it. But he's putting the eyes on the on the product of New Japan. He really is because he's going to get is it Naito next? That's who he, she's targeting now, and people yeah. want to see it. That's a dream match. So he's actually he's came back. He's giving you the WWE dream matches, and he now he's coming back and giving you the dream matches in in New Japan where these guys have like have been on the uprise.
1: Yeah. Um. I did have some notes from this match. Like I said, I watched all 35 minutes of it. Loved all 35 minutes of it. I did take an, uh, the first note I have was a, a very trolly note. He put um, he put
0: him he put his he's put his own group over.
1: <laughs> no, the fact that Ken, I, I, the first note I wrote was that Kenny Omega no, no sold the walls of Jericho <laughs> at the beginning of the match. You can't no sell the walls <laughs> of Jericho. <laughs> so which I know it, it was Roman Reigns. All these smarks would have been complaining about Roman No selling the walls of Jericho, but because it was Kenny Omega, it was fine.
2: <laughs> um, you can, I and mean, you have to, you have to sell the, you have to sell the walls. You do.
1: Um,
2: and his group is getting a lot of playing WMR these days.
1: Mm-hmm. I hear, yeah. I
2: hear, uh, I hear Fozzy all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. He came out to Fozzy, I yeah, believe. Judas. Um, so one of the things I thought about this, 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 there was like shades of his AJ Styles feud in this, mm-hmm. in that. But the difference was, AJ was coming to WWE, and Jericho was like, you have to come and prove yourself on this stage. Whereas Jericho was going there and saying, you have to prove yourself to me. Like, I'm bringing WWE with me here. I'm bringing my career with me here. You have to figure. We have to figure out if you're really that good. Um, and the other thing I felt about it was, like, he had such a lack of respect for everyone that was there, the referees, the people around the ring, Everybody involved, he had no respect for, and I almost looked at it like, like he was like an invading force, Mm -hmm. like the Soviet Union collapsed because they got stuck in a war in Afghanistan that was like unwinnable, and they were in it for ten years, and the company, the the company, the country just collapsed because they couldn't afford it. It happened with the United States in Vietnam. Obviously, the the country didn't collapse, but it was like a massive waste of like resources and like, young people that were dying over there for no reason. This was like that. Like, maybe Jericho is the greatest of all time. But, like, he just went to somebody else's land and invaded it, and it was an uphill battle no matter how great he thinks he is. And ultimately, Kenny Omega was able to outlast him. He actually, on Red Shoes' son, put him in the lion tamer. Which I was really <laughs> happy to see a lion tamer. Um, I thought this match was awesome. I loved the finish to it. mm mm-hmm. um, him going for the Lion Salt and getting caught and put in the One-Winged Angel. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, hats off to Chris Jericho. Like I, I've said before, when I, when I announced him as my favorite of all time, my personal greatest of all time, there is no one else in the business who could have been as successful in as many different characters, in as many different eras and places as Chris Jericho. There is nobody else who could have done this, I don't think. So, hats go off to Chris Jericho for pulling off something did you no, see the, no um, one else could.
2: Did you see the part with, I mean, again, this is a little outside of the match, when he had uh, his tribute to his fallen compadres? I did. One of which is a guy you don't like to talk about on um, on, on on there anymore. Uh, what were your thoughts on that?
1: So, I, I did mention this on the show last week, and while it disappointed me, I'll, I'll tell you exactly the way I said it last week. A lot of people I know... When you say, like, we'll talk about tattoos. And I'll always hear people say, like, oh, I never got a tattoo because I don't know what I could get a tattoo of that I would still like in 25 years. And, like, I felt that way for a long time. And then I came to the realization that a tattoo, even if you don't like it in 25 years, it's symbolizing something that you did really like at one time. So it's like, it's almost like a roadmap of your life. If you get a tattoo of something you love in 1995... You may not love it in 2015, but like you always look down and remember that this was that thing that I loved at that time in my life.
2: Although a tattoo of me you would always love.
1: Well yeah. Even <laughs> anytime you like goes without
2: saying. I mean it's Mr. Sexy.
1: It's like Mike Tyson with his Customado tattoo. That's exactly <laughs> what that would be. It really is. Um So I think Jericho, he was not necessarily championing Chris Benoit, he never named him by name. But I think like when he was in Japan and in Mexico and he was up and coming. I think, like, Eddie Guerrero and Benoit are two people that he probably looks at that really helped him become who he became and got to where he got to. So, like, I understand the tribute. I would have been way more disappointed if he, like, said specifically, like, oh, I'm dedicating this to Chris Benoit. But somebody gave him this piece of artwork. He said, oh, I like it, and this is for, like, all, like, the fallen brethren or however however you put it. That's how I rationalized it. Like I said, it may make me a little bit hypocritical, but... I didn't take it too hard because I don't think he personally said like this is for him.
0: Yeah, because um, when Prep was here last week, he was watching Jericho's live stream on Instagram. I don't know if you caught this part, but he um, he did. Say, somebody did say something about him dedicating the match yeah. to Benoit, and he That's was, what just, I was talking like, about yeah, and he was like um, he's like you guys don't know what you're talking about like okay, he did this, but I was more involved than you actually think, and just because somebody did some like everything in life like. Everybody has a point, but you just have to understand the point. But that doesn't mean you have to feel the same way, right? And like Prep said, it's like it's like yeah, but it, 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 he did that. It Was not a terrible thing? Yes, but at the same time, it's it doesn't it didn't take away what he did for me, how he made me feel, you know?
1: Like, but or it, I think that goes, had prior to that.
0: Yeah, so it's like that's it's just how you feel. It's like you can, as long as you have a point, you're fine. But that doesn't mean you have to agree agree with somebody. Yeah,
1: like like for me, it did change. Like anything I see him do yeah. now is, like, ruined because I, I know what he ultimately would go on and do. And I think Jericho has said that before. But I do think there was a time in his life when that guy was a very Yeah, that was his best, like his
0: best friend. We talked about on the show. Like we did the throwback madnesses. Their matches were all fantastic. And, like, they're legit friends. It's like, of course, you can to have fond memories of your friend, but nobody's perfect. At the end of the day, what he did was wrong. Yeah, it was wrong. But that was still, like, one Jer- of Jericho's best friends, and that's not going to change.
1: Yeah. I I do think there are times when he does feel like that, though, that, like, he just looks at him like he's a monster, but I think it will always go back to, at this time in his life, this guy was really important to him. Like I said, I don't like it. I would have preferred that he never invoked Chris Benoit at all, mm-hmm. but there's nothing I could do about it. And I I'm definitely not going to tarnish the way I feel about Chris Jericho. Um, Ronnie versus the world real quick. Ah. <laughs> this is not going to be a big one. I haven't done it in a while. Why the hell? Is the 25th <laughs> anniversary of RAW five hours? I don't think long. it is. I th- I think because I think that's just for the
0: t- the people that are going to be there.
1: Even still, <laughs> we're not going to be there. So I don't give a damn. Oh my god, <laughs> it's you're not sweating it. I'm not sweating. I don't give a damn. Yeah, like I said, people. I said this in in a, a text the other day. Like a lot of people want to complain about Roman Reigns getting stuffed down mm-hmm. our throat, but it's content that's getting stuffed down our throat. Nobody is saying, you know what? 25th anniversary of Raw, I need two extra hours of it. Like, nobody I, wants it. God, I hope not.
0: Be- because I'll say this for, la- for next week, but I think the whole, like, Return of Legends thing, especially in WWE, is, bl- is a bit overrated to an extent. Because, for, first of all, DX, that, like, the Triple H show, Michael's version of DX, that did not age well at all. Um, Road Dogg, eh, he, he still looks... Normal Billy Gunn still looks the same, so you'll see those guys. And you'll probably see Xbox. I'm not sure Xbox isn't advertised, the outlaws are advertised with Triple H and Sean, um, but nothing's going to top them with Damian Sandow at Raw 1000. So, <laughs> 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 unless you're going to top that, how, how I don't want to see it, that. That was fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. T- t- about you guys will probably eviscerate me, it was so good. <laughs> But, like, the whole, like, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall thing, like.
2: I don't really get up for those guys. It's,
0: it's just, like, I understand, like, they were there for the beginning of Raw, but it's. They don't do it for It's them. like, it's not, like, does anybody really care to see them in 2018?
1: No, I I don't need to see <laughs> at all. Um, and
0: then it's like, they just want to be do, there to do a segment, but it's like. Is that going to progress anything? Like, I I understand it'll probably. I, I, I might end up being hypocritical, but I'm like, I'm sure it'll be fun and all. But it's like, do we really want to see it? No. I
2: mean, some elements I like to see old wrestlers come back, but I think uh, they're overusing it these days Mm
1: -hmm. as as a selling point instead of something fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, would it be cool to see a segment with like Austin and Vince? Yeah. You know what? That probably would be fun to see. But yeah, I don't need them just trotting out everybody that was on Raw the last twenty five years. Yeah. Honestly, don't even need to see The Undertaker.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that.
1: Like, I just feel like that character should be over now. Like, did, it should be done. Did you
0: see the dirt sheet
2: on this? What, that
1: he's probably coming back?
0: Yeah, to wrestle Cena.
2: Why? Why? I read a lot that he's. that's not going to happen.
0: Well, I heard he was backstage at Raw, I mean, SmackDown last night. And there was a, room, a rumor. A home, right? Yeah. <laughs> a rumor, in all caps, that he may be wrestling Cena and.
1: I mean, I guess that – but that should have been last year.
0: That should have been years ago, not even just last year.
1: Yeah. But, like, to me, if you already had Roman retire, yeah. the Undertaker, like, why does Cena need to bother at this point? It just seems kind of ridiculous to me. I don't need to see it. Nobody needs I mean, to
2: see I mean, I've it. heard some of those rumors, but I've also heard that's not going to happen. So, I mean, again, we'll see what happens at the end
1: of the day, but I'm not, I don't think it is. Like, everything in a dirt sheet. It might happen or it might <laughs> yeah. not happen. Well, yeah, I mean, come
0: on. <laughs> yeah, but like, I, like, like I said, we, we are also the official podcast of John Cena and Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. We not, we have not quoted that today. But mm-hmm. I don't want to see this. Much I, I love the Undertaker, it was a heartfelt moment for me being in there last year at 33. But
2: I really don't want to see this.
1: Me neither, Joey. I'm assuming you feel the same.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see something a little different. I wouldn't mind if I saw an Undertaker match, but I don't think it's Undertaker scene in the, that I'd like to see.
1: No, there, there's not a single Undertaker match I'd like to see. Um, so we might as well get into Raw. And speaking of the Undertaker, Kane involved in the Universal, Heavyweight Ch- the Universal Championship picture. Um, I'll tell you what. I started to fast-forward through it as soon as I saw Kane, and then I saw Braun. And I watched the whole segment. They really have done an incredible job with Braun Strowman <laughs> to make him something you have to see. Like I didn't want to miss one second of Braun Strowman. Um, superstar of the year, yeah. The Matt Madness 2017. Somebody smitten superstar. He's awesome. He's he's one of the only real attractions that they have been able to create in the last few years. I know Joey, you were like we all kind of were like, Ah, this guy sucks two years ago when we were starting the podcast, but how do you feel about like this segment on monday how did you- feel? did you enjoy it? yeah, I mean,
2: originally, yeah, I was a big big uh proponent of uh, anti brawn, but I mean they've done they've done well with him the like, kind of the way they build them the again like you said they've made him an attraction, and it's it's fun to watch him now. Um, a lot of a lot of the first kind of thing issues I had with him is, is some of the in ring. Um, I think he's improved there. Plus, he's
1: entertaining. Simply put. Yeah, the hook. Yeah, I mean, I've I've gotten into it. Pulling down the entire scaffold, like yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Halo, your thoughts?
0: I love this. I like, I was just impressed that he threw the the grappling hook. <laughs> perfectly one, one shot <laughs> exactly <The perfect.
1: laughs> one shot and got it perfectly up there
0: yeah i was like i was just impressed by that like this is th- like this was great cuz i was te- like R- R- Richie's going to be a theme throughout this show <laughs> but um me and Richie were talking about what's going to happen with Strowman. I was like, it's probably going to be another pull apart. Because every time Brock is there, there's always a pull apart. But they actually did a good job of like, bringing all three guys together. They had Kane attack Brock first. So I'm like, okay, this is this is fine. We know we we're going to get this, but what's going to happen next? And then Braun comes out of nowhere in the back. And of all things, a grappling hook, like Batman, and just pulls down the, the, um, the
1: back of the stage. Yeah, like old school Batman. Yeah. Is what that looked like to me.
0: I was just like, this, this is incredible. And we kept saying, how are they are going to build this match actually make you, make you care? Because the build-up is, I think, a lot. And in, in hand-in-hand, the build-up is more important than the match because you have to get excited for the match. And this did a good job of actually getting me excited to see Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar versus Kane in yeah, 2018. Yeah,
2: I mean, like, you have to do a lot of work to get Kane, yeah, Kane to be yeah, an yeah. traction in this day and age. Yeah,
0: Kane, in parentheses, in 2018.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I could do without Kane. Involved in this whole thing, I don't. I really don't see the point. I don't like that he was the one that walked away from it while Brock went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the reason I see Kane
2: in this is to kind of kind of defend Strowman. Means they're probably not going to give him the title yet, and they
1: want well, yeah, Lesnar the to, win to win without beating ball. Braun. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they should have probably kept these two apart until they were ready to let Braun win. But nothing we could do about it now. And nope. Heyman sold the hell out of it. Him freaking out when he walked backstage and saw what was about to happen. Him, what did he, what was he saying to Brock as they were walking back to the ambulance? He got caught, who, Brock? What did, what was um, Heyman saying to Brock? Like, he was like, I'm, I think he was like, I'm so sorry. I don't, I don't remember what I don't, he was I don't saying.
0: remember what he was saying, but it was great when Braun was about to pull up, pull a stage out. He was like, no!
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. Do it. No, was freaking
0: out.
1: Yeah, he sold it. It was a really good segment. I'm still not any more excited for this match, but I'm always happy to see the antics of Braun Strowman. I'm a little more excited. I mean, the again the strength of Braun Strowman. Again,
2: Heyman always sells a match for me. Yeah. He did some good work this week on the mic again.
1: hmm Got me a little excited. Yeah, as he always does. That's what you expect from him, and that's what he pretty much delivers he every time. Slam. Um, yeah. We could kind of throw the Intercontinental Championship and Tag Team Championships together once again this week. <sighs> Uh, the Miz returned.
0: Okay, we okay, get, to, yeah, that we part can get first. to that. Okay,
1: I love that he was introduced by Elias, as Elias has been like the guardian <laughs> of the Miz while the Miz has been gone. Um, I was very happy to see the Miz. He had a nice new haircut, <laughs> looking, um, looking svelte. Yeah, gave it another great promo, got himself a rematch for the Intercontinental Championship on the 25th anniversary of Raw. Uh, the Miz Taraj couldn't have been any more happy to have the Miz back. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. alo
0: oh, so good to see the Miz back. I'm really glad he's back. I love his backstage segment with Angle. He's it like, "Don't, great. don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: thought that,
0: I thought that was great, and I like what they did in the main event by kind of like putting put in actually it was there was more than two stories kind of involved in a match with the whole Jason Jordan thing mm-hmm. the Miz comes out at the end and then with the whole Ball Club thing they they integrated three stories in one I really thought that was a good job and I don't know I don't know how I feel what's going to happen with the Miz because I still I still think Jason is still going to be the next one to be the IC champion but I'm really interested to see where they go and I'm glad to see the Miz back because. He was missed, but he wasn't as dr- drastically missed as I thought he would be because he's always such an integral part of the show. But I'm glad he's back. Yeah, I love the new hair, by the way. Yeah. And hopefully hopefully, he's destined for great things. I, I'm i still championing him being the Universal Champion by the end of the year, and I hope that doesn't happen for him.
1: I think that he should get it. I would love to see him win the Royal Rumble. Um, I think he wasn't as missed as we expected because I think – the whole thing with Roman and Samoa Joe for the Intercontinental Championship has been so good that it kind of filled that void a little bit. Um, but Alo mentioned like the main event. We have now three three man factions going on right now. We have the newly formed Balor Club. Which with, is fun. Yeah, with Finn Balor. Gallows and Anderson. I mean, I hope they use Gallows and
2: Anderson the way I expected them to use them when they first came in. Yeah. They kind of made them a, a side note or a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping to see that kind of go in a different direction now.
1: Me too. Uh, we have obviously the Mysterage reunited and He's reunited, <laughs> and it feels so good. I, I knew that you were going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was waiting. Is that in your notes? That's your, why I paused. Your, I, yeah. It's not in my notes, but I knew that. You was, set me up. Yeah, Is it was an alley-oop. Yeah. Um, and we have the brand new, never before seen until Monday night, the Champions Club <laughs> with Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Jason Jordan. I said it last week. I will say it again. Jason Jordan is my new favorite wrestler because this was incredible.
0: I don't know if you avoided your, your text messages, but Jason Jordan is already at the 2018 Talk All This Madness, <laughs> Madness champion.
1: Yeah, I count my vote for Jason Jordan right now, number one on the talking All This Madness award. But his music hit. I busted, I busted out laughing. That's when you know somebody has made it when you pop the second you hear their music. And as soon as I hear his music, I'm like, I'm excited. You're elated. I am I, elated, yeah.
0: <laughs> and then he's just like, on behalf of Seth and <laughs>
2: myself, <laughs> I
1: am. That's like my favorite thing. There, there's something so funny. It's kind of like you were talking about like the girl chasing the guy and the guy is not interested in it. Mm-hmm. I think we've all known someone at some point in our lives that was hanging around a group of people that he thought he was like – super cool with uh, and like he was the only one who thought that <laughs> and that's how Jason Jordan is like he thinks he's in with these guys and, the, the face and of, they're both like yeah the faces of the Roman and Seth him are fantastic
2: I kind of wonder if there's elements of his dad here if his dad helped him a little bit here because it's kind of elements of Kurt Angle it is when he was serious but comical yeah in the same in the, in the, in the same boat
1: yeah, it's it's great because he's really good in the ring. He's a good athlete. He's a good. He's amazing in the ring. Yeah, he's a There's good no wrestler. Doubt that. But now he has like something that sells you on. He can him. develop a character. And like him telling Roman, like I got goosebumps watching it. <laughs> <laughs> And for the first time, I felt like I'm part of something. I know. You're not, you're not part. Me. You're not part of anything. That like, killed yeah. me. In Roman's face, he's like, "What? If they mess with one of us, they mess with all of us." Like that, he really thinks he's part of this. And then he group. put out his fist so yeah. great. When he put out his fist for the fist bump, I again had tears streaming down my <laughs> face. Um, yeah, and not only did he say, "On behalf of my partner," he said, "On behalf of my partner." You proved it's your yard, like that. He's actually using Romans <laughs> phrases to him. I think is incredible, um, and I just love Seth being so condescending to him. Like last week, we worked on teamwork. This week, we have a lot to learn. We have a lot to learn. And when he said, "You know, you got to pick your moment," and Jordan goes, "This is everyone's moment. <laughs> 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 We're all champions, and we run, we all run this show." <laughs>
0: I love this guy.
1: Yeah, he's great. Uh who's better than us? Oh, I think we're the most oh god we're the most dominant three-man group in oh all of WWE. This is so good. It's incredible. Obviously his reaction to being called a nerd was priceless. As soon as they walked out, I was like, please call Jason Jordan a nerd. <laughs> and he snapped as soon as they did. Um gets made the main event, the club, the Balor Club versus the Champions Club. Um <laughs> The, another thing I loved when they made their entrance and Seth and Roman were on opposite corners, like standing up on the turnbuckle, and he's just in the ring, like right in the middle <laughs> of the field, I'm, like dead center in the camera. It's it's great for all the for all the negative things I will say about Raw and the way it's booked and the way it's written and the lack of character development or logic. They're hitting a home run every week with Jason oh my Jordan. God. It's hysterical. Um, I mean, you can say that too, Jason Jordan, Braun Strowman.
2: Two two bright spots.
1: Yeah, two two like consistently bright. I'm spots. I'm hoping
2: they continue to develop Finn Balor too, because again, he was kind of
1: no man's land. Yeah, and I, are you excited for the Balor Club? Yeah, I, I'm assuming I, you don't like that it's called the Balor Club.
0: I didn't care. I didn't. I not really have a preference because I'm. A, they always keep saying they kept quoting Balor Club for two years. I'm like, just make just 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 call it Balor Club. It really doesn't matter to me. But going back to what I said, of how Richie's going to be an integral part of tonight. When Jason Jordan was out there talking to Roman, he texted me saying, "You swear, Roy and garbage." And they you say no know, ballad music hits, and the <laughs> ballad club comes out. And he's like, "Oh, I spoke too soon." But I loved it. Like I really popped. Like this whole first segment it got me popped. Like I like Raw as a whole this week. I thought it was really entertaining, and um, it was great to finally see Finn Balor's personality. Because even at NXT, I don't think we actually really saw his personality. We just saw him come out and just be. Cool, like the Mm -hmm. the demon, and not really be like have fun. And when he cracked a joke on Jason Jones, like, "Hey, Jason, me and me and Gals and Anderson, we've been friends for ten years. That's longer than you know before. That's longer than you know who your daddy was." (laughs) I popped huge for that because like Finn Balor and Gals Anderson, they're fun. Finn Balor's a fun guy. You you follow him on social media. He's always he's always having fun trolling people and stuff. And I'm just glad he got to have personality. Not just come out and. Pop his collar and have a cool entrance. I was happy to see that and then the, the whole setup for the nerd thing I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. We got an architect, we got the big dog. what's that word? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was very entertaining and I, I even liked the backstage segment with the, with the battle club like trying to like put over like look. We're together. Like this is our. Like we're we're going to make a statement tonight. Yeah. I did like that aspect of it too. I want it. I want it to be. I want. I. W- I really want a six man tag with all the titles on the line. That's what. That's how I that's what I want. And gals in this, and Anderson, they did remind us that remember last year they were the tag team champions going into WrestleMania, but you honestly forget because they haven't really done anything. But mm-hmm. I, I. I do think that
2: nothing. Yeah, nothing <laughs> at all.
0: Because they turned to Vince's product placement guys. But I think it's really good. Um. I'm excited for what the Ballet Club is going to do because they actually got a big win this week. I'm excited to see where they go further. And is Finn Ballet heel or what? <laughs> Who knows? But because but, like nobody's going to boo this,
1: right? No, people are happy that they're doing. Yeah, it.
2: they're doing something with these guys. And All three guys that, now have something. It's to something do. that um, kind of gets people excited. and kind of gets people into it because again, the history of it. They know mm-hmm. um, pure wrestling fans know where this came from, and wrestling fans in general like to see this kind of kind of faction. So it's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and then last week, I know Prep meant when they bought the club together with AJ, Prep was saying that it didn't last. How We talking about how it didn't last. I think it was on a reward show. Mm-hmm. We were saying how it didn't really last that long. But I know when that when that was going on at the time, we were saying, AJ doesn't need them. They needed AJ. But in this situation, they, they need each other. Yeah. And you could just tell, like, they had, like, a whole new breath of, like, they felt like they had, like, a whole new breath of fresh air, like a... A, a new, a new life, basically. Like they actually look happy to be there now, and like happy to actually go out there and perform.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. They got the win over the Champions Club, <laughs> uh, and then the Miz came out and destroyed the Champions Club. They hit Roman with, well, Roman got hit with a skull crushing finale and a triple power bomb, and that's how we're all ended with the Miz Taraj standing tall, which I think is perfect for his first night. Kind of
2: apropos for
1: Miz, yeah. Coming back and kind of leading the way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great. Uh, Samoa Joe, I guess, has left his feud with Roman Reigns because it seems like they're now teasing something with him and John Cena. Is the injury news with Samoa Joe a real injury, or are they saying he's injured because they're just not using him in the mixed match challenge?
0: I'm not sure. They say, they're saying it's they're saying it's legit, but I'm not sure because I know how WWE is.
1: Because my feeling was as soon as I saw that poll. Like, Elias is going to win because he's he's going to be her partner because he snubbed her for a hug like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, clearly Elias is going to be her partner. And then they said Samoa Joe won the poll, and I saw the thing. Uh, Kurt Angle said, oh, he's injured, so the runner-up, Elias, is going to be her partner. I was like, I think they're just making that up because they thought Elias was going to yeah, win. Because
0: there was, the was a follow-up on Dot .com of him in the trainer's room, I believe. But I, I didn't watch it. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure how legit it really is, but – Either way, I I think it, when they had Samoa Joe in there, I was like, I think Joe would probably win because it'd be more awkward for him to be with Bailey because he's so like a smooth badass, mm-hmm. and, and Bailey is completely not that. It would be funny to see those two go off go off each other. If if they did, just switch it because they thought Elias would win because of that whole segment a few weeks ago. That's a high. That's a really high possibility too.
1: That's kind of what I'm hoping, just because that would mean that Joe is not actually. Injured, which I really hope he's not injured heading to the Rumble. Like, I don't want to see that. Um, women's division. Very weird uh, triangle between Asuka, <laughs> Alexa, and Nia, where Alexa playing <laughs> the scene of, this like, funny. Uh, Asuka having said something bad about Nia, and then Alexa going to Nia and saying... You know, you wouldn't even believe what she said about you. <laughs> and then she whispered it in her ear. You probably ear. wouldn't understand what she said about you. Yeah, and then she whispered it in her ear, and Naya says, well, she doesn't even speak English. So you think, okay, well, that's the end of that. And then she attacks Asuka, mm-hmm. you know, five minutes later. Like, my thought was, what is this? <laughs> I, they have a match next week, which I think will be fun. Uh, it's the first time we've seen Asuka look... Like vulnerable at all, so I think that aspect of it is good. Like, can any good come out of them putting Oscar and Nia in the ring together now? Well,
0: it's just to get Nia out the situation, so Nia. I mean, Oscar have elected to herself because for weeks, Oscar, As- I mean, um, Alexa has been like, "Wait till I get my best friend on you." She was doing that for weeks. And I think mm-hmm. next week, Oscar's gonna take out Nia Jackson. And it's like, and it's gonna put more fear into Alexa. Alexa's been fearing Oscar for the last three weeks now.
2: And I'm kind of entertained by because, it, again, it's just another element of Alexa manipulating people to get what she yeah. wants.
0: Yeah, I, I popped for the whole, you speak Japanese? I, I, I popped huge for that. I know it's silly, <laughs> but I popped huge for that because she actually used common
1: sense. Yeah. Like,
0: I'm just speak English.
1: <laughs> yeah, I almost feel like she ad-libbed that. Like, they didn't think of her saying that. <laughs> That's how logical yeah. that is. Um, we had Sasha and Bally beating Mandy Rose and Sonya. Sasha got the tap out victory There was not much to that This is just Are they really doing anything To actually build towards this first women's rumble match? No Not too much at all Because it feels like nothing is going into it No And they need to do something to make it matter
0: They're just doing the same things for the last month basically These tag, cause the tag matches When Absolution first debuted I said Well I'm sure you get a, tag, a, few, a few tag matches to introduce them But then after that Then what? You gotta order this time to the rumble
2: there's plenty they can do, but they're not really doing much to build up the, the hype for the Rumble, except announcing that's that's the first ever. And
1: Yeah, they show the clip of Stephanie announcing it and everybody celebrating in the ring, yeah. and that seems to be their big build towards this I mean, match. they've done
2: the old vignettes, the old old style of vignettes where they're like, I'm going to be in the Rumble, kind of, which is about yeah. it. Yeah, and
0: then the problem with this is it's like, okay, we know there's X amount of women on the roster. We know all you're going to be in the Rumble. Something to kind of get everybody interested is, Who's gonna fill these? Who's gonna come back and fill some of these spots? Like I'm sure, like on NXT, they'll probably, they'll probably. I'm not, I'm not sure if all the NXT pro people will be surprised. I would love like if NXT did like a a small battle royal or a uh, qualifying match to see who gets into so the that, that'd be fun. Who gets into the royal match? But on NXT, but these quote unquote supposed like legend hall of fa- legends that, women legends they're gonna call. I would like to see some of them actually like, pop up on TV or. Or whatever, or show a vignette. Kurt was on the phone with one allegedly. The rumor is going around is one's Michelle McCool and one's Molly Holly. I, I believe the Michelle McCool one whole,
2: whole, almost mm-hmm. whole, completely, but they need to do something else. I'd rather
1: see her wrestle again than the Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> Would
2: you like to see Michelle McCool reverse the Undertaker?
1: No. Okay. Just mm-hmm. shot. No, I don't want to see him in another match ever again. I really. don't. <laughs> yeah, so
0: bad. But um, yeah, so. That's that's how you spark some interest. Like get these get some women like women that you don't expect pop up on TV just for a vignette, or just Kurt saying, "Hey, someone supposed to claim for the Royal Rumble." That actually does more, a lot more than you actually think.
2: Yeah, that or have some Royal Rumble like matches, um, four and four, something like that, just to kind of kind of kind of give the heat there. Maybe some some rumbles in the back, trying to build up the heat between mm-hmm. the women. Something something to draw attention would be nice.
1: Yeah, uh, like, didn't they do a rum- an NXT Rumble for a Royal Battle Royal mm-hmm. for Hideo Tommy <clears throat> to get his spot in the Andre the Giant Memorial yeah. Battle Royal at WrestleMania 31, right?
0: It was something like that.
1: So, yeah, why can't they do that on NXT? Maybe because they're going to use, like, ten of them. Like, who knows? Yeah, I, think still, it's, yeah, you can get I
0: think it's half full now. Uh, on Raw 25, the Bellas are going to be—they advertise the Bellas for Raw 25. So you have to assume they're going to declare that they're in the Women's Royal Rumble, too. So I I I, didn't, I meant to do a head count of like who's like actually on the active roster, but you got to start filling these, some of these spots out now and actually get people in, keep people interested because it's like women have had battle roles before, but it's just the Royal, the Royal Rumble is just like the headline for it. But you have to get people be, to get excited somehow, but not just these tag matches between these groups
1: for weeks. Yeah, like they get old really fast. Yeah,
0: like have like have a match like okay. The winner, whoever, the winner gets number one and let's see who, or who, the uh, loser gets number one, who wants to get number 30 in the women's room? Some, something like that. Something that somebody gets you interested. Yeah. With implications.
1: Right. How good was the Ms. Asuka video so where good. they were, found out they were partners for the Mixed Match Challenge. So good. Her, how happy she was. Like, I didn't think she was going to be excited at all I didn't either. It. And she seemed super happy about it. And she thinks that they're going to win. Um I still want the end result of this to be her hitting him with the yep. spinning heel yep. kick. Yep. <laughs> you know he'll sell the hell out of that. Or at least like rolling into the arm bar. Oh like this. Want, <laughs> one of those two things is what I want to see. I would I'll go heel kick. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like she'll just hit him hit him with the spinning yeah. heel kick and that'll be that. <laughs> I do want to see her get one over on the Miz. I think it'll be great.
0: I'm looking forward to this.
1: Me too. For the uh, mixed mat, mixed mat. Yeah. It's it's just like a fun, interesting, different it, – it almost has the feel to me that Talking Smack did. Where yeah. It's like – it's outside of like the strict guidelines of Raw and SmackDown. It's something totally separate where people will get to kind of show their personality more. That's what I'm hoping it is anyway.
2: It would be cool. I mean there, there's elements that I like. There's elements that are kind of weird. Like, again, we always talk about characters and where they're going. and This kind of breaks the characters. Yeah.
0: Because right. the, the reaction videos to their partners have been great. I love them all.
1: Yeah, they've all been really good. Like
0: um, when Jimmy, U- J- Jimmy used to find out Naomi was mm-hmm. his partner, that was great. And Brian was mm-hmm. in her
1: outfit. I- <laughs>
0: Charlotte and Bobby Roode's um, reaction video was great. I, I love them all. I thought yeah. it was really fun. There's it it even a picture with um Bobby Roode and Charlotte swapping robes. Yeah. I thought it was great. I- I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, this. they could swap really, robes. Yeah, yeah what it is it? It's,
1: it's Tuesday? This coming Tuesday? I believe so.
0: Yeah, at sm- the SmackDown.
1: Okay, and it's airing on Facebook Live, right?
0: Facebook Live or Watch, whatever the new thing is called. Okay,
1: um, yeah, I think it'll be. It's like a fun, a fun new thing that mm-hmm. they're trying. Um, cruiserweight division. I don't have a lot to say. Is it bad that as much as I hope Samoa Joe isn't injured, I'm hoping Enzo is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bad. <laughs> it's kind of malicious of you. Like I'm hoping he really is. Um, Nye visited him in the trainer's room. Any anybody have anything to add about the cruiserweights? Not too much, no. Not too much. Yeah, me neither. There's not much going on there. How are you feeling about the Naya Enzo thing?
0: It didn't progress this week. <laughs> I st- I- I'm still, I still want them going on a date.
1: So you're still holding out hope for this whole yeah. storyline? For the date? Are you? That could be the your- end game for me. Yeah, them going out on a date. I'm yeah. not paying too much mind to it at all, to be honest with you. So you don't care? No. All right. Um. Some miscellaneous stuff. I think we saw the first Woken Matt entrance. Yes, yep. which I was very happy about. I liked that the piano was incorporated in mm-hmm. his music. Um, I love that he called it the Rumble of Royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Hawkins has what is like 153rd consecutive loss or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Bray appeared afterwards, and they had a good old fashioned laugh off. <laughs> I still think I could beat both of them. <laughs> Laugh off. In a Laugh Off Yeah I have no doubt I'd like to see that Madness I, Man-
2: <laughs> I have none at all First annual Madness Laugh Off
1: I have no doubt I have no doubt I would outlast Both of them In a Laugh Off
2: But the teeth The teeth might Might throw you off When he chatters his teeth Would
0: your face Multiply like Matt's <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: we could
1: only Multiple red faces yeah.
2: <laughs> Different shades Of red faces Yes
1: All all this colors Across the red all spectrum these, All the hues Your faces can hit and Yeah I, I think I could outlast Both of them In a uh, good old fashioned Laugh Off you hear that? There's a challenge being
2: thrown down. <laughs> that
1: is a challenge. I never got my apology from Austin Aries for stealing my perfect twenty nickname.
0: Well he's back in T impact now.
1: He's the champion, right? Yeah. Crazy. I'm I'm really s i am i am really really surprised that he even like that he would go back there.
0: Yeah. Well I, I guess winning titles is going back to Impact is more important than answering my emails,
1: but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I digress.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he owes he owes his two apologies. Yeah. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Maybe I'll start mentioning that every week. Then you're building
2: a list. You might want to get yeah. uh, yeah. start crossing these off. You don't. You want to. You don't build up too
1: much. Yeah. Um, we know people, but I'm I'm happy that we're getting Woken Matt and his Woken Warriors. And I don't know what this is going to be with Bray that that,
0: I, that that Woken Warriors thing. I'm like
1: God. Michael Cole said it like five mm-hmm. times. Yeah. He <laughs> well he kills everything. Yeah. He he throws like smashes everything into the ground. Um. And the last note I have for Raw is Titus and Apollo getting a win <laughs> over the bar. Dana Brooke still wearing the business suit, uh, still with her notepad, still with the glasses, and they won. Yeah, I love it. I don't know that this is going to lead to a winning streak or anything. I was like shocked that, they won. Me, too. I, was, I was happy
0: for. Oh, really? They Titus Worldwide won. I was really shocked.
1: Yeah, um, I was. I was happy. Like to me, it's funny. It may not be the best thing that they're doing, but like. It's funny and it's entertaining. Did
0: you see that video with Nia? I didn't. Oh, I thought I caught this one. I I, I, I showed. I sent it to you. when Nia found out, he, they all came and room like, "You get all of us. You get all of us."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't see it. You did send it to me. I never got a chance to watch <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I really enjoy them, and I hope that they do something with them. Although I'm not holding out a lot of hope. Uh, anything else from Raw? Anybody wants to talk about?
2: Nope. Not much I could think of. I mean, the only thing I, I could think of is that I, I the rumor and I wanted to I I don't know if you talked about this yet, but the rumor that your boy Earl Hebner could be returning.
1: <laughs>
2: was this a rumor? Yeah. It was. Yeah. A while ago. Yeah, I missed this Yeah, Yeah,
0: he got he can go far away.
1: <laughs> so you, don't you, excite, see,
0: you excited I, about I, that? I don't need hanging three counts
2: ever again. <laughs> He's so bad. I know I know you loved him. He's so bad. <laughs>
1: I don't hate him as much as you he do. He's so bad. I don't think anybody <laughs> dislikes Earl Hebner the way you do.
0: I turn Prep on him. <laughs> Pr- prep, prep sees my point now. Live <laughs> hates him just as much as me because he sees my point, too. Yeah. He's so bad.
2: <laughs> I'm not rooting for it other than the fact I'd like to see you guys go at it over Earl. He's so bad.
1: Yeah, you can you can have a run on this show like I had with William last year.
0: Well, well, my hate is almost that bad.
1: That's what I mean. Like, (laughs) the way I was going on a run for weeks about William, you'll get that for Earl if he comes back. But I
0: think you guys would actually point it out on purpose.
1: Oh, absolutely. (laughs) For sure. No, I'd make it a centerpiece. (laughs) (laughs) We'd be talking a lot about him. you got to feed it. (laughs) Every throwback, I I watch him with like a hawk. Uh, Smackdown. WWE Championship, at least, is in the most prominent storyline, whether the championship is the most prominent thing in the storyline.
2: No, it's not the the most prominent thing in the storyline, but it is in the storyline. So, yeah, you're right there.
1: Yeah, AJ basically said he doesn't think it's fair. As much as he didn't want to admit it, he doesn't think it's fair that he's defending the title in a handicap match against Owens and Zayn. Uh, Owens and Zayn basically came out to throw it in his face. And how brilliantly obnoxious is Sami Zayn doing the yep chant?
0: <laughs> and jumping. Yep. Yeah.
1: Incredible. Um, Shane agrees that it's unfair, but he backs, he says he backs Daniel Bryan. Uh, and he books a handicap tag match for the main event. Owens and Zayn facing Nakamura, Orton, and AJ. And AJ is excited about this fact? Yeah, says he's excited about like a hell of a main event. Um, Daniel and Shane obviously are not on the same page about anything they admitted as much that they're disagreeing with a lot of what the other is doing I feel like this should have progressed more than it has already for it taking up so much of this for it being such an important part of the show there should be more happening other than every week it's like oh we're still at odds we're still at odds like something needs to happen and they're wasting prime talent to do it too to tell this story do you think this will blow up before the Rumble? No. Like, how much longer do you think we have to have this just being, yeah. like, two weeks?
0: It'll have to be after the Rumble because whatever's going to— We're going to get the most progression after this whole handicap match at the Rumble happens because that's where, like, everything's going to kind of pick up. Because I said I think Shane's going to cause Owens and Zayn the match for the title. And that'll cause, that'll cause Daniel Bryan to get even more heated because even Daniel Bryan, he's been, like— 50-50 at best Because you don't know what to thing, what, what think of Daniel Bryan anymore Now Shane seems to be the, more, the, the face guy And Bryan, you looking at him like he's You're looking at him all day, Yeah, all day, I, don't really. know, I
2: don't know what story they're trying to tell Yeah, right You
0: now. have no idea what to think when it comes to those two But you won't learn anything until after the, the Rumble match
2: I think I kind of have an idea Where it's going, but I don't know What story they're trying to tell right now It's kind of muddled
1: Where do you feel like it's going?
2: I feel like one of them's going to turn on the other
1: kind of kind of push push a possible match. I mean, that's my hope if if all this ends in Daniel Bryan having a match at WrestleMania, like it's all worth it whatever they do. It's kind of my thought. But it just feels like something more needs to be happening than just them having the same issue every single week. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, you know, in a manner just to watch this same thing play out every single week. And not to mention how many times did Shane McMahon come down and change the stipulations of the match yeah. on Tuesday for the faces? Why can't he just change the stipulation of the Rumble match? <laughs> like he could just say, you know what, it's not fair.
0: Well, he did. I think he did support his GM. I think he did say that. I support my GM's decisions for
1: now. It just feels like if he if he can change a match on the fly anytime he wants, like there's nothing stopping him from doing it any other time. It's similar. We didn't mention this last week, but in the tag match, that the instant replay caused the match to be restarted, and that's why American Alpha Two didn't win. But replay only factors in, you know, once, maybe like once a year. The replay will have something to do with it. So that is when another, it's convenient, yeah, another lack of logic uh, for me. I mean,
2: they restarted the match this week. The match never really ended, so mm-hmm. I don't understand why they restarted it.
1: Yeah. Joseph, what did you think of the main event? It
2: eh, didn't do much for me. It didn't move the needle. I mean, I, I was there with my my, my tasty cheesecake, <laughs> wait, waiting for some something exciting. And, again, it's just more Shane and Daniel Bryan that's kind of getting in the way of good wrestling.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. It was way more about Shane getting involved than it was about the actual guys wrestling. Yeah. Alo,
2: But the match,
0: mm-hmm. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I really don't because nothing's happening. I'm just, wait- I'm just waiting for Shane and Brian to come out and say something in, in the friction between those two. And the-, the most important thing in this whole thing was, what is up with Randy Orton's hair?
1: <laughs> I don't know. And uh, we probably never will know. <laughs> the voices are talking to him.
0: Probably. Okay. God, it's slick back. Now. Like what? what is that?
1: Yeah, he should go away too.
0: <laughs> and like it's a huge fan. <laughs> like no matter what they do, this is all about Shane and Brian and you just and you're still paying attention to them. Yeah. As great as great as Owens and Zayn have been, you're still paying attention to Brian and Shane and waiting yeah. to waiting to hear what
2: they're gonna say and
0: what they're gonna they're do. They're just
2: pieces in that story. All yeah. those all those people are, are pieces in the story that are Shane and Brian. Yeah,
1: they overshadow everything else. It's so still
2: that you can't you can't get the, you can't rid of that, that distraction. Yeah.
1: Uh, U.S. title. The tournament moved on. Mojo Rally beat Preps Boy Zack Ryder. Rude and Mojo had a stare down. I'm guessing, yeah, they're facing each other next week um, or whatever. I don't know if it even is next week. We had a vignette from Jinder proclaiming how much he wants to win the U.S. title. <laughs> Has this captivated either one of you, this tournament? I'm thinking about Wood being U.S. champion, but I know it's not going to happen. That would
2: captivate. So the, <laughs> the concept of it has intrigued me, but the way it's played out has been just predictable. Um, if it plays out the way I hear it, it might play out with the the um, what was it WrestleMania X style match with Dolph coming back,
1: it'd be very entertaining.
0: <laughs> and that's the dirt sheet going around too.
1: So it could happen or it could not.
0: Yeah, he, he's primed for a big match for the U.S. title at WrestleMania.
1: <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll see. Throw back to the old Michaels storyline. It would be fun. Well,
0: that, that's who he is. So mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's yes, who he's emulating every day. Tuned up the band. At this point, I almost would get behind him he just full on was like, okay, I'm Shawn Michaels now. <laughs> I'm Shawn Michaels. And wasn't even pretending that he was being something original. Like, if he just was like, okay, I'm just going to do everything Shawn, Shawn Michaels did. Yeah, I'd, I'd support that. Yeah, I'm. I'm Shawn kinda, Michaels is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stranger. Stranger. Uh,. Paternity tests have been revealed. It's, it's, work, it's worked on one brand. Why can't it yeah. work on another? Um, yeah, the U.S. title, I agree with you guys. This whole thing hasn't really captivated me at all. I would be excited if, if Xavier Woods won. I've been wanting him to be the U.S. champion at some point for like two years. Who do I do you would think? love for one of them to have a single. Who do you title? think is going to win? I think Jinder. Jinder, who do you think?
0: Bobby Roode.
2: Really? I'm kind of in the Bobby Roode camp right now. I'm just I feeling. thought he was gonna win it originally, not Doff, but
0: Am I the only one that feels in a better place that gender is far away from the title, so it's like now when I see him I cringe less.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because it's it's kinda like in basketball when you can't play defense. So Lonzo Ball, for instance, on your beloved LA Lakers. Oh jeez. One of the things that was being discussed, like leading up to the draft was like, who is he going to be able to defend? And it was like you have to hide him on whoever the team's worst perimeter player is. It's kind of like that, where somebody who's not good at defense in basketball, you put him on a guy who's not very good, you can hide his bad defense. It doesn't show as much. So that's kind of where Jinder is, where he's in a much less prominent position, where when he's not the main focus, it's not as... Aggravating to watch. Yeah, so I think that makes perfect sense that him in a much more reduced role is much more palatable than, or kind of like Andre Iguodala was miscast on the Sixers as, like, the best player on the team.
0: (laughs) I remember those days.
1: But when he got to Golden State and he was the third or fourth best player, he wins MVP of the NBA Finals. Or when they put him on the Olympic team as, like, a role player who could play defense and pass a little bit, he was much more fun to watch than when he was the best guy on a team. So I think that, yeah, him being in a less prominent role makes things a lot better for him. Um, tag team division. So good. So you like this promo? Yeah. All right, tell me what you liked about it. Free to tag titles. <laughs> <laughs> it has substance.
0: It got, first, it had Chad Gable talking. I thought it was great. Shell and Benjamin has improved in promos because before he could not talk for anything. And I just like the whole substance of it. They had, they, had gri- they had gripes. They really did. And then the whole lead-in until the lead in, into getting, getting them to have a two or three falls. Like, what you want me to do? Beat them twice? Yeah.
1: <laughs> twice in one night?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, th- I thought it was great.
1: It also led to the story of when somebody says something sarcastically, Daniel Bryan's like, okay, you're doing that now. Yeah. Like, AJ did it the week yeah. before and now yeah, it's, Gable did it's it. That's kind of your week. point that's kind of at least tying in mm-hmm. throughout
2: the show. Not and just, I don't not know so if that was
1: by accident. I'm definitely not going to give them credit that it was on purpose. You don't want to give them credit, no. But... It is two weeks in a row that that storyline kind of played yeah. itself out. I thought it was fun, though. I mean, like again, we're going to see
2: more of Chad Gable, Mike Work, which is k- kind of something we were looking forward to before with them. Um, getting more of that now, it's it's fun to watch. And, again, you get a two out of three falls with the Usos versus, versus these two. That's a hell of a match.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to the two out of three falls match, too, because I think that'll be a great match.
0: Yeah, I do, too.
1: Yeah. It'd Again, be I mean, some really good tag teams in an interesting match. I always love when they throw, you know, heat on the local sports teams where they said Georgia had been robbed in the national championship <laughs> game the night before because they were in Alabama. I also even liked that when they were complaining, Daniel Bryant came out and was like, nobody understands better than me. How it feels when you think you've won something, only to have it taken away. Um, so I I did enjoy this promo. I was very happy to see Gable. T- I thought it was a little too long. I didn't think it needed to be nearly as long as it yeah, was. You a lot of time. But seeing, <clears throat> seeing Chad Gable get time to actually use the microphone, I thought was good. And it's a very different style of Chad Gable than we got in NXT, which showed you that he could do more than one thing. Mm-hmm. So, George, George is about to get robbed, quote-unquote, yeah. robbed <laughs> yeah. again this Saturday. Just saying. Oh, what, against the Eagles? Oh, yeah. Did you see Rick Flair has uh, announced his support for the Falcons? Apparently he was giving a pep talk to the Atlanta Falcons. But he's going to be here for Wing Bowl the next week. I, I feel it's like just, he's— there's, there's, story. there's plot holes. Although I guess <laughs> you know, I, who else gets more heat than Ric Flair exactly. in his career, so I guess it makes perfect oh,
2: sense. Oh, God, the Eagles. <laughs> They're going to rob them because we're the dogs. I don't mean, so,
0: yeah. I don't mean to change the subject, but I wanted them to play St. Louis. I mean, the Rams so bad. I really did because Atlanta got hot at the right time. They beat L.A. last week. I wanted, them to, I wanted the Eagles to play L.A. Because I can't – a young team in the playoffs, a young, young head coach coming to Lincoln Financial Field in the weather. I was like, I'll pick the Eagles in that game. Against a hot Atlanta team, I can't pick
2: the Eagles. I think Atlanta's a better matchup, personally.
0: But I, I think if this was a few weeks ago before the offense struggled, because like I said, even though the offense had two weeks off, I, I still don't know what to expect. You could fix those problems, yeah, but I don't know what to expect. I expect the defense to show up, but the way Atlanta's defense has been playing, like they beat Carolina, they beat um, L.A. last week, I'm not sure what to expect from Nick Foles in the, right now.
2: Well, I mean, i would expect to see more Jay Jahi. And the fact that, I mean, last year when Matt Ryan was in MVP season, he came into the link and put up 15 points. To be shut up. Yeah, shut
0: yes, I have no problem defending the show up. It's just
1: that offense. As someone who hasn't watched the NFL since 2015, I have no analysis or predictions on this game. But I will note that while I haven't watched football since 2015, I am <laughs> a fantasy football champion despite not watching any NFL. Dilly Dilly. Yes. <laughs> So I will toot my own horn for that one, because I don't think I've done it on the show yet. I don't think you should toot your own horn in public. Thank it's you, kinda, to, Todd, thank you to Todd Gurley for <laughs> carrying me to... Oh, he's, uh, he helped you too. He was my best player yet. No. I also won my Fantasy League. Well, congratulations. Yeah, but I do. I have watched since 2015. <laughs> just playing say, my, So are we the Champions Club on the on this we show? We are the Champions Club. <laughs> I,
0: I guess that's just you too, because I was in like
1: last place. Oh, okay. That happens. It happens to, to the best of us. Yeah.
0: I was tied for last. <laughs> but I owned tiebreakers, so I wasn't at the bottom.
1: Oh, good. So yeah. you weren't last. Yeah. All right, good.
0: Two winners in a loser club? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think Atlanta will probably get the win, like like, 20 to 13. It'll be a low-scoring game.
1: I think that's what the Eagles need is for it to be a low-scoring, yeah. ugly game.
0: Yeah, it'll be a – defense will show up. It's just that offense.
1: Yeah, which t- there's no reason to have any real expectations of them exploding on Saturday. Uh, Brisango got a big win over Rusev Day. Which is kind of weird. Kind of that was shocking. Weird. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, the way they've
2: kind of gotten a lot of attention with Rusev Day and Aiden English and Rusev, obviously, I thought they would win. And Brizango was – Comes out with a victory. I was
1: surprised. That's what I don't get. Brazongo has been pushed like to the back of the line for so long. Like, what was the point of giving them that win?
0: Yeah, that's what I'm Rusev saying.
1: Rusev Day has gotten so far. Well, this
0: is the well. We, you did. I think you did estimate a month before the downhill Rusev Day.
1: So you think this is the beginning of the end? Because like
0: I said, Brazongo they put they put Fashion Files on com. Like anybody watches it. I'm very in, when we need to ask Derek. How does that work? When he gets to WWA, we got to ask him, how does that work? And, like, are the streams, like, that much? And is it, like, that viable for them to actually be on .com? I'm really interested to see how that actually works. We have a mole now.
1: Yeah, I mean, my guess is that they get a lot of traffic because their YouTube videos get a ton of views. But it just—they're always good. Like— Almost everything that's on .com is, like, better than what's on Raw. So, like, why not put that on Raw? because
0: hey, that's what all the gems are, is .com. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, a lot of stuff we've talked about in the last year that we've really appreciated has not been on the main show. Yet. <laughs> we've seen it on WWE.com. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers, Kill, Ascension. Literally. Yes, quite literally. <laughs> um, Them did. Yeah, but a lot of good tag teams right now. I just hope that they... Do a good job of telling stories and putting matchups together that building the division. Yeah, I think that's what they need to do. But this, it really is like Alo has mentioned it before. The this is kind of like a new golden age for the tag team division. There's a lot of good teams uh, and a lot of good tag matches. But
2: when we get an NXT tag team tournament coming coming around the bend.
1: We don't have a, a tag team match scheduled for Rumble for Raw, right? Or do we? We do.
2: Um what is The it? Bar versus
0: Jordan. Oh, that's right. Rollins. I forgot about
1: that. So which tag match is better?
0: Oh, Gable. 2 out
1: of 3 falls. Amer-
0: American Alpha 2 against some um, Usos. Do you think that opens? I'm not sure who's going to get the pre-show cuz the main both rumble matches are an hour long. <coughs> and I, I know it's one of those five, was it 4 or 5 4-hour
2: pay-per-views. I would put the US Title. title match. That might on be the, the pre show. Right now, that's what I would say.
0: I would, but I think they'll try to make a big deal about that. So I don't think it'll be on the pre show. I think one of those tag matches get, re- gets relegated to the pre show.
1: That will piss me off if they do that. Both of those tag matches deserve to be on the main card. Yeah. Um, women's division, not a whole lot. We had Becky Lynch beat Ruby Riott. Come with a. With what? Yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. So I kind of trailed off and just hope no one would pick up on that. I thought, so. I thought like I lost time for a second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah she won with the, uh, the Disarmor. Uh, how good was Sami Zayn revealing himself as Becky It's Becky's so good. <laughs> so great. Taking off the disguise. Nakamura and Natty are partners. Uh, nothing really happened in the women's division.
0: This is fun, too. Carmella and Big E.
1: Is that Our a thing? Partners, yeah. Okay, that's I didn't very know interesting. Because you
0: got to vote for her new day, her partner from the new day.
1: That will be interesting. That'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know who should have been her partner?
0: I know, but WWE wouldn't have who that. Woods probably
1: won. Oh, uh, for me, it should have been James Ellsworth. <laughs> in her, her, mixed, her mixed match challenge. Uh, he should still be there. I don't know if I'll ever get over that. Free one. James Ellsworth. Yeah, free James Ellsworth. Yeah,
0: there's a there's an email in his inbox sitting somewhere.
1: <laughs> no chin is a big sin. <laughs> yeah, I emailed him myself too. Okay, so there's probably two. Okay, sitting in his mailbox that he has not replied to. Um, that was all I had for SmackDown. Anybody have anything else they wanted to discuss? That
2: wasn't really too much for SmackDown.
1: No, I didn't think so. Either. I
2: mean, the the main story was Shane and Daniel Bryan.
1: And it was yeah, most of the show again.
2: And uh, then there were some, like you said, some some fun reveals.
1: Yeah, but it wasn't a great a great Tuesday night show this week. It
2: hasn't
0: been great in a long time. No, I tell you that right now.
1: Uh, listener questions. I
0: have a question from the Godfather podcast, Joel Lafferty. <laughs> this is great. Who would you rather have hang in in a private suite? Goldberg, Enzo, Zach Ryder. The Miz, or Earl Hebner, and you have to pick one.
1: I don't know who Goldberg is, so Bill I'll, oh, William. Oh, William. Okay, <laughs> he's out. Although maybe I would take him in the suite so I could spear him <laughs> off the balcony <laughs> into po- the into the crowd. Poison his food. Yeah, maybe I would take him, but no, I. Part of my instinct wants to say the Miz because I would have a lot of fun hanging out with him. But being that you're sitting right here, I almost want to say Earl Hebner because I to about you have to sit with Earl Hebner for the entire show. So I'm going to say Earl Hebner. How about you, Joseph?
2: I was kind of thinking Earl Hebner for that reason as well. <laughs> but, I mean, I'd probably go, if I had to, like, legitimately, I'd probably go Miz.
0: Yeah, um, I'll probably hang Earl Hebner off the ledge like he does the three count.
2: <laughs> but
0: this is fun because I have a reason to pick everybody. Yeah. Like, William, just to see your disdain mm-hmm. for him. Uh, Enzo, so him and, because Laugh hates him, so him and Laugh will argue and Laugh will talk about Enzo's heat. That would be the, very entertaining. Because be like, you're not wearing heat. And, uh, Zack Ryder because Prep hates him, Miz because Eric hates the Miz, and I'm sure I would love nothing but a, a Miz and Eck argument. Uh, and Earl Hebner, he's just terrible. But,
1: <laughs> i would be doing some woo-woo-woos with yeah. Zack Ryder all night. Yeah, you know I'm, that for sure.
0: Well, I, I, I'm going to go with the Miz.
1: So we got two for The Miz. W- because you want to hang out with him or because you want to see him... The,
0: I can hang out with The Miz. Have
1: a good old-fashioned hair off. A little, <laughs>
0: oh, A little <laughs> of both. Well, like I said, I'll I'll, I'll pick The Miz because The Miz seems more l- easy to deal with.
1: Yeah, I, I think if it was just to have somebody in the suite to hang out with, I would say The Miz. Or Zack Ryder.
0: Well, I think we'll all ste- try to step on Zack Ryder. You
1: no, know, Maybe I'll say Enzo because... I want to put him in the sharpshooter.
2: <laughs> would you rather Would you rather spear William or put Enzo in a sharpshooter?
1: I think I'd get more personal satisfaction out of spearing William, but I want to teach Dwayne The Rock Johnson how to properly apply the sharpshooter.
2: So you send him a video of yeah, the sharpshooter you put on exactly. Enzo? Exactly.
1: We had some good video come out of our Rumble trip in 2015. I think this would be good quality video that be would come great out video. of 2018. Me putting on a sharpshooter clinic for The Rock.
2: That and your video of you laughing in multiple hues. Yeah,
1: we could do, we could do it all.
2: Dude, we're, we're lighting the world on fire. We are. Um, on so our was, way to <laughs>
1: self-made millionaires. Yes, any day now. Um, I can feel it. <laughs> so that was it for listener questions. Yes. So, again, I'm not going to make a big thing out of this. LeBron James... We haven't had our 25th episode of Unsanctioned yet. You are more than welcome to be our guest for the 25th episode of Unsanctioned, whenever that may be. Uh, The throne is waiting for King James. I will keep it available if I have to go to Cleveland, if you want to come here, if I have to go to L.A., if I have to go to Miami. I don't know what else to say, but LeBron, the throne is waiting. I'm ready to interview you. I'm ready to let you get away from the... Grind of an NBA season, and just kick back and talk some some old school wrestling.
0: Yeah, LeBron needs it. They lost six of the last eight games, I
1: believe, or yeah, six, out of, six out of nine. They're crashing. They do. Yeah, he needs he needs a nice reset mm-hmm. and talk about some eighties, nineties, and two thousands wrestling. I mean, what's a better reset than talk about wrestling? That's as good as it gets. I know he doesn't watch the current product. I would assume I would for his sake. I would hope. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> but yeah, so LeBron, we're waiting. Um, Want to move some merchandise? Yeah, what a maneuver, that
0: to embrace the madness for your T-shirt and hoodies and onesies. And if you're tired of Sam Russell T's, head over to carlnowber.com. Use promo code MATTMANS for 10% off your order.
1: Only working promo codes in the business. Uh, once again, listen to Falls Count Anywhere. Uh, welcome to Matt Urbanski, who is stepping in for Derek McCauley, and other congratulations to Derek for making the leap up to WWE. Like I said, Road Dog, a.k.a. Brian Gerard James, has had his eye on the Matt Madness podcast network for quite some time. Uh, he got to meet me, you know, what, a month and a half ago. He's already poached talent from the Matt Madness network. Uh, so, Derek, congratulations. Good luck up in Stanford, Connecticut. Listen to the perfect edge with Donovan, the lowdown Lloyd. Five star ratings and reviews on iTunes. They are greatly appreciated and a big help to the show. That is it for this week. For Mister Sexy Punakana, then now forever, see Kane Joe Rodermil. Feel the love. <laughs> for Mister Wednesday Night Live, we call him ALO. The ladies call him Balo. ALO, Aaron Lloyd. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Got him now, put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. It's Superman, it's a Slam. Here we go again, fans mocking man. Man, I hate my balls, Shut the Mr. McMahon. It ain't safe the land, off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome well. What I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.